gentlemen, to depend upon your judgment and to fulfill my own obligation, I submit the facts, fully aware of my responsibility to my client and to you as defense attorney. When Martha Ellis Bryant chose law as a career, she accepted the challenge of defending the defenseless. OMG, you guys! This show from the early 1950s actually followed a female defense attorney. What? I know. So hang tight while I rock my best Elle Woods and bring you Defense Attorney. Wealthy Joshua Masters is in the law office of Martha Ellis Bryant. So, Miss Bryant won't be in today? Nope, she's homesick. From what I understand, she can't be too far from a toilet. Oh, I see. Pity that. Are uh, you a lawyer as well? No. I'm just a temp here to answer the phones. Then uh, do you need to answer that? Eh, I'll call back. Uh, well, is there any indication of when Miss Bryant may return? I don't know. Do you guys have that 10-day quarantine thing here in the 50s? You sure you don't want to answer that telephone? If I answered the phone every time it rang, I'd be taking messages all day. Yes, I see how that would be a source of frustration. There, they hung up. I tell ya, I wish I could figure out how to turn off the ringer on that old-timey phone. Like when I was a hostess at Applebee's and would lock the front door. Work is so much better without customers. Is, is there a way to perhaps get a message to Miss Bryant? Dude, this building is stupid with lawyers. Why don't you just pick another one? Well... My matter is quite urgent, and Miss Bryant's reputation for integrity is common knowledge. So I know I can trust her. She's famous for proving people innocent. Oh, she hits the legal technicalities angle, huh? There's an art to that. I mean, I've lost count how many times my lawyers have gotten evidence thrown out of court and saved my butt. That's it. Not entirely what I meant. But you see, I believe one of my three sons is trying to kill me. Fred McMurray had the same problem. I need Miss Bryant's help. When you watch the series, it's obvious it's Ernie. I'd rather hoped Miss Bryant could... Although, there are theories that Chip and Ernie were in on it together. Did you know they were actually brothers in real life? I must know. Which of my sons... Once you did. ...wants me alive. That's why I need Miss Bryant's help to discover which of my sons is innocent. You see, there's a great deal of money involved. Oh, I gotcha. Looking to change the will. Well, yes. I want to ensure my innocent sons inherit my money. Sorry, but even if Miss Bryant wasn't home dehydrated from violent diarrhea, she's a lawyer, and it sounds like you need a private detective. This is something I think she could handle better than a private detective. Well, okay. 
I could probably find a way to get her a message in between her delirious blackouts. Let me take down some deets. How old are you, Mr. Masters? Sixty-eight. Okay. And your sons? Well, the eldest is thirty-eight. The youngest, thirty-three. Mm-hmm. Are they married? What exactly are you doing? Taking notes. What is that uh, device you keep smacking with your thumbs? It's my iPhone. Look, dude, I tried taking notes the old-timey way with a notepad and pencil, but the pencil tip broke. So I went to open a new package of pencils, and none of them had tips. The entire package was defective. All right. What else do you want to know? Uh, are your sons married? No. All three like to consider themselves eligible bachelors. Ooh, so they're available? Which one would you say is the cutest? Uh... Or, better question, who stands to inherit the most money if they knock you off? As my will is now, my estate is to be divided equally among the three boys. But if one of them is trying to kill me... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, 38 is a bit old for me. Too close to 40. Tell me about the 33-year-old. Look, Miss Standish, I'm not proud of my sons. They're parasites waiting for my money, waiting for me to die, and one is trying to hurry it. Fine. Then, uh, what makes you think they're trying to murder you? Well, I've got a weakness for speed. I like to go fast in a car. Uh, a boat. Anything. I've got a foreign car that's very fast. You're compensating. Got it. Yes. Well, I like to get out on the motorway and open my car up once in a while. It started out the other day when I got a flat tire. I drove into a service station to get it fixed. One lug bolt was holding the wheel on. The other four had been unscrewed. It was hanging on by one thread. Not really proof someone is trying to murder you. The same thing happens when you get a tire changed at Pet Boys. Maybe, but I've got a speedboat down at the bay. I started to take it out one day when I noticed that the bilge was full of petrol. One spark plug wire was disconnected and hanging about a centimetre above the bilge. If I had touched the starter, it would have all blown up in the harbour. Okay, I'm on board. I believe conspiracy theories with less facts than that. There are other things, too. Little things that, when they all add up, they point to one of my sons. You sure all of this is because of one of your sons? Yes, there isn't anyone else. No, listen to what I'm saying. You sure it's one of your sons and not like two or all of your sons? I see. Well, no, I've never thought of that. I hope it isn't true. But David, Ralph, or Gordon, any one of them is capable of killing me for money. They live in off of you? Uh, yes. But I don't give them as much money as they think I should. Ugh, you're one of those dads. How am I supposed to live better than my parents when they won't pay for it? I believe that wealth carries responsibility, Miss Standish. A responsibility to use it wisely. And they just want to use it. Okay, well, I'll pass all this on to Miss Bryant when she has one of her lucid moments. Thank you. Of course, if you want some free advice outside of her billable hours, buy your sons everything they want and they won't try to kill you. Unconditional love doesn't come cheap. Madison? What? Do you want me to answer that? No, don't touch it. What exactly are you doing under the desk? I'm trying to turn this stupid ringer off. Ow! Are you all right? The damn phone shocked 
me. I think it did it on purpose. We're closed. Well, at least now I know why I haven't been able to get through to the office in two days. I can't believe how many calls Miss Bryant gets. Does she have ads on the back of buses offering to fight DUIs? No, but I'm glad I offered to stop by and pick up her messages. Yeah, congrats. You get boyfriend of the year because you drove across town. If you picked up your towel from the bathroom floor this morning, you could get sainthood. Does she have any messages, or did the phones interrupt your eight-hour lunch break? Well, before I could lock the doors, some old dude stopped by. A, um, Joshua Masters. Masters? <laughs> He's kind of a screwball. No arguments here. He thinks his sons are trying to kill him. Yeah, that's not surprising. I know quite a bit about him and his family. The boys are always mixed up in some scandal. Always expensive to get out of, and the old man pays the fare. Mm, hush money to porn stars. I don't know specifics, but the story got out about how every time one of the boys had been in trouble, someone had given an anonymous contribution to some charity. A big contribution. I chased down the story for the dispatch. It was Old Man Masters. Whatever the current scandal payoff cost, he'd give an equal amount to charity. Some screwy idea of dollar for dollar, good for evil, that sort of thing. He gets tickets for speeding and goes through the same routine. Ah, uh, yeah. It's like Catholics in confession. Rich people spend all year screwing over employees, destroying the environment, undermining our democracy, and then write one check at a charity gala, and it's Father Son, Holy Ghost, absolved of all sins. Oh my god! Let me get it. Martha Ellis Bryant's office. Oh, hello, Steve. It's the dispatch for me. Great. Now you're having your calls forwarded here? I demand a raise. I, I can't hear him. Uh, say that again, Steve. All right. Yeah, 1802 Sandalwood Drive. I got it. Whose place is it? It is. Well, all right. I'm on my way. There's been a killing at 1802 Sandalwood Drive. I got to get over there. You want to go along? Am I still on the clock? Well, I think this could be considered research for Marty. Uh, Miss Bryant. How is it research? 1802 Sandalwood Drive is the home of Joshua Masters. <gasps> no freaking way! Okay, one sec. Hello, you've reached the office of Martha Ellis Bryant. Unfortunately, she is unable to take your call right now. Whatever dumbass thing you've done that requires a lawyer, you'll have to call somebody else. Why do you presume if they need a lawyer, they've done something dumb? That's why I always need a lawyer. <laughs> is sick. Okay, old man's dead so the sons inherit. Gotta submit the will to the probate court, have them appointed executor, settle any outstanding debts, and then the legal transfer of assets to the beneficiaries. <laughs> you sure you're not a lawyer? Shh! I'm trying to figure out how long I've got to nab one of the sons so I can benefit from the inheritance. How romantic. Don't you call my kettle black, newspaper boy. You marry a lawyer and you'll get a pretty nice lifestyle upgrade. That's not at all why I'm dating Marty. She's brilliant, caring, compassionate. I'm not condemning you. I'm congratulating you. Sorry, folks. This area is under police investigation. It's all right, Sergeant. I'm press. Yeah. Well, all right, then. Come on, boys. Move aside. The photographer's going to take some pictures of the body. Ah, hello, Judd. Hi, Ed. Well, who's this? You're not stepping out on Marty, are you? Not hardly, Ed. Meet Madison Standish. Madison, Lieutenant Letus. Good to meet you, Miss Standish. You a lawyer, too? Why? Do I look boring? Madison's working for Marty while she's ill. Well, send Marty my regards. Hey, get out of there! The photographer's trying to take pictures. I know! That's why I'm giving him H to T and working my angles. <laughs> 
What's the story, Ed? Eh, one of those messy family affairs. Inside job. You got any leads? Ah, you know, Judd. Arrest within 24 hours. One of the boys, huh? Yep. Uh, Which one? Do you know yet? Sure we know. It was David. Which one's David so I can mark him off my list? I'm not the type to wait for a guy who goes to prison. But I will stay friends with conjugal visits. I'm impressed by your loyalty. My loyalty is to me. Commit the crime, do the time, but I'm not giving up my prime. So, Ed, you're going to arrest him right away? Arrest who? David. Arrest him? How can we arrest him? He's dead. Wait, David's the one who's dead? I thought it was the old dude. Look down. Who are you standing over? Huh, I have no idea. Never seen this guy before. This one's David? Yes. Oh, well, no loss. He's not that cute anyway. I mean, it's a little hard to tell with a bullet in his brain, but... Why did you think it was Joshua Masters? It's a long story, Ed. So, what happened? Well, all I'm sure of right now is Gordon Masters came into the library this morning. Gordon? Which one is he? The youngest. Cute? I couldn't say. Gordon found his brother David lying on the floor dead. Been shot sometime last night with a forty-four caliber gun. You found the weapon? Nah, the medical examiner says that it was a forty-four, and the old man's forty-four was missing from his locked desk drawer. He says he can't account for it. So who did it? Sorry, but I can't make any official statements. All right, unofficially, Ed. Not for publication. You can totally trust me. I got some pretty compromising pics of Ryan Reynolds with Hugh Jackman. And I never once posted them on my socials. Those are Madison's private collection. Tasty. Right. Oh, well, I think that Joshua Masters knows where the gun is. Has he got a motive? He had a quarrel with David yesterday. That could be motive. Yeah. The only fly in that ointment is the fact that he was always quarreling with one or the other of the boys. Yeah, when I was talking to the old dude, he was all down on his sons, but I was thinking, hey, you're the one who raised them. Own the blame. So where is Joshua Masters now, Ed? He's in the library. I wonder if he'd want to make a statement to the press. I don't know. You can ask him. He's a free citizen. So far. Thanks, Ed. I think I will. Come on, Madison. Good to see you, Judd. My best to Marty. Bye, Miss Standish. See ya. Later. Well, what do you think of this development, Madison? I only got two brothers to work with now, because I won't go for the old dude. I tried that arrangement once. I'm not ready to accept the vast expanse of wrinkles that besets an old man's junk. I meant, aren't you surprised that not only is Joshua Masters alive, but he's also a killer? I'm more surprised I wasn't phased by that dead guy. You know how people who like beer say it's an acquired taste? It starts out like drinking water from a hose that has been sitting in the sun all summer, to actually tasting tolerable? I think I've reached the tolerable stage of seeing dead bodies. I don't like it, but I don't hate it. Well, Miss Standish, I'm surprised to see you here. Have you been able to uh, reach Miss Bryant for me? Still puking her guts out. Right, Judd? Uh, Yes, she's still unwell. This is her boyfriend, Judd. Hello. Judd Barnes, reporter for the Dispatch. Glad to know you, Mr. Masters. Bummer about David. Guess he wasn't the one trying to kill you. I suppose... I'm sorry I can't feel more grief than I do. My sons have been a great disappointment to me. Did you ever spend any time with them growing up? Throw a ball around, go on a camping trip, anything? I'm sorry? Do you have any idea who may be responsible for this, Mr. Masters? No, I haven't. I wish I knew. That Detective Ledis, he suspects me. But you didn't do it, right? No. 
Do you suppose if he should charge me with murder, Miss Bryant would be my lawyer and represent me? Probably. I think I've managed to alienate most of her clients, so I bet she'll be looking for work. I'll make sure Miss Bryant is notified if it comes to that, Mr. Masters. Thank you. So, I guess your sons won't be inheriting your estate anytime soon. You, uh, dating anyone, Joshua? Madison! It might be doable if the lights are off. Well, Lieutenant Letus' 24 hours is almost up. I wonder if he's made an arrest yet. Frankly, I don't buy that it was the old dude. Why kill his son when he could just write him out of the will? Crime of passion? I hope not. I learned the hard way that's a reason, not an excuse. I really am lucky my dad has some good lawyers. Hello, Ed. Good morning, Judd. Miss Standish. So what's the tea, Lieutenant? Pardon? Anything new in the Master's case? Yeah, we found the gun. No kidding. When? Eh, about ten minutes ago. Well, who had it? Joshua Masters. Seriously? He really doesn't seem the type. I think you need to get some FBI profilers in here. Mmm, maybe Shamar Moore. <laughs> Tasty. So it really was Joshua Masters who had the gun. Yeah, it was lying right beside him. Wait, what? Joshua Masters committed suicide with it at 8 o'clock this morning. Damn! I'm so blindsided by that, I need Sandra Bullock to adopt me. In just a moment, we will continue with Act 2 of tonight's Defense Attorney Story. Hi, Sister Indica here, creator and star of Blazed All Our Lives. We've got the catfights of Dynasty, sassy humor of the Golden Girls, and the supernatural vibe of Charmed. Yes, we have witches, except they're like really stoned. If you love melodrama, comedy, and a splash of horror, check us out. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you in Misty River. And now we continue with Act Two of tonight's story of Defense Attorney. Looking right at the dead old dude, and it's not facing me. Too bad I didn't feel this comfortable around dead people before my grandfather's funeral. If they don't want people vomiting in the coffin, they shouldn't make it open casket. So I guess this wraps up your case, huh, Ed? Eh, pretty cut and dry. Even though Joshua Masters told Madison he had a suspicion his sons were trying to kill him? Yeah, what about those near-fatal accidents? One, you can dismiss. Two, you've got bad luck. But three, you better check your arch-nemesis list. Arch-nemesis list? Mine's four pages. Eh, old people are always figuring that someone is trying to get him out of the way. Hey, I know a persecution complex when I see one. And no one's gonna tell me that driver's ed car drove up on the sidewalk by accident. I know the members of the math club all too well. Be that as it may, I also couldn't get one direct answer from Joshua Masters yesterday. Caught him in a lie? No, but I didn't catch him in the truth either. Did you give him a lie detector test? Under the circumstances, I hardly thought it necessary. Fun fact, did you know the self-proclaimed father of the polygraph, William Moulton Marston, was also the creator of Wonder Woman? It makes sense, right? Her lasso of truth, huh? Well, there is plenty of evidence, Miss Standish. Joshua Masters' fingerprints were on the handle of the gun. 
There was the presence of powder burns on his head, and along with the angle of the bullet's path, it all points to a suicide with the same gun that killed David. That's pretty strong evidence, Madison. But doesn't it feel a bit too pitch perfect? I think this whole thing has been auto-tuned. Look, Miss Standish, I like it this way. Joshua Masters thought one of his sons was trying to get him out of the way. For some reason, he figured it was David. David argues with him about it, and the old man shoots him. Then, in remorse over having shot his son, he takes the gun and kills himself. Isn't that logic? So that's the story then, Ed? I want to call it into the dispatch. What about the will? He talked about wanting Miss Bryant to change it. She was sick, but he might have found somebody else to do it. Do you know who's going to inherit the estate? Still shopping for an heir, Madison? Have you checked on Miss Bryant lately? Because failing to take care of a sick girlfriend will cost you your good boyfriend, Karma. We haven't checked on the will just yet, but I don't think we'll find out anything new. Chances are the boys will inherit everything. I was just about to question them now. Ooh, can I watch? Don't forget to invite me to the wedding. I presume by then, you'll be going stag. If you two can both hold your tongues for a few minutes, I'll let you listen to the questioning. Sergeant! Yes, Lieutenant? Send Ralph and Gordon Masters in here, please. Right away. I still think suicide is a super convenient excuse here. He even said he didn't feel grief over losing David. Maybe he lied to hide his feelings. No, I believe him. He was a pretty crappy dad. Did you want me, Lieutenant? Yeah, I got a few questions I want to ask you as soon as your brother gets here. Sit down. Look, let's get one thing straight. Just because my father killed David and then shot himself is no reason for you to start tossing orders around here. You're in my home, and when I'm ready, I'll ask you to sit down. Just for clarification, are you the middle son or the youngest son? I'm Ralph, and thanks to my father, I'm now the oldest. Ew! Marsha is dead, and Jan finally takes over as top Brady daughter. What? Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. A little touchy there, Ralph. Why wouldn't I be? I just lost one brother and my father. Take it easy, Ralph. Sensitivity isn't a characteristic of the police department, you know. Well, hello. Who might you be? Madison Standish. You're Gordon, huh? The youngest? Tasty. Nice to meet you, Madison. What do you want now, Lieutenant? I thought Dad committed suicide, and that's that. This isn't a suicide until the coroner says so. And he won't say so until I finish my investigation. And I won't finish my investigation until you answer a few more questions. That's all we've done for the past few days. Yeah. Well, we can wind this up today, right now. I want to know who stands to inherit the most from the estate. Why do you ask that? Because I want to know. Look... Don't get out of line, Lieutenant. I can answer that, Lieutenant. It's you, isn't it, Gordon? Did I mention I was a cheerleader and a gymnast? Madison, why don't you put away your for sale signs so the Lieutenant can ask his questions? My sign is open 24 hours. Really? Gordon, you were saying? Oh, yes, Lieutenant. The money was to be divided equally among the family, the three of us. Did your father ever feel like he was being oh, picked on or abused? He certainly did. When did you notice it? Every time we asked for a dime. OMG! My dad, too! Did you get all that, money doesn't grow on trees, what do you need it for, why is the senator saying it was your fault? Yeah, that's right. He was pretty tight with his dough. From what I hear, you were pretty loose with it. Your lawyer girlfriend buy you that suit? What does this have to do with us, Lieutenant? Miss Standish here can explain it. Go ahead, Miss Standish. So, I work for Martha Ellis Bryant. 
She's a defense attorney, and your dad came to see her the other day when I was there. He was majorly PO'd at you guys. Heh, <laughs> that's nothing new. Yeah, but he wanted to write you out of the will faster than conservatives want to write critical race theory out of the history books. Any change he made wouldn't hold up after killing David and committing suicide. He was losing his mind, not capable of handling his affairs. I'm good at handling affairs. Maybe you should handle my affairs. I'm really good at dictation. All right, Madison, we, we need to go. So long, Judd. Yeah, so long, Judd. Madison, we're leaving. Gordon will drive me home. Won't you, Gordon? You're still on the clock, remember? I'm punched out. Madison! It's all right if you have to go. We can talk later. Call me? I thought you don't like to answer the telephone. Give my best to Marty, Judd. You and I are going to have a serious one-sided conversation when we get to the car. Sorry, Madison, but I thought you were getting in over your head. Way to bling block me. Pardon? He was flirting. All that inheritance and everything that goes with it. It was in my reach. And you shut it down. Bling blocked. So which side are you on? First you say Joshua Masters didn't have a reason to commit suicide. Now with Gordon Masters plugging the murder-suicide theory, you're all on board. Gordon made a very valid argument. Be that as it may, are you working for Miss Bryant or not? Until I get that call from Gordon and become a rich woman of leisure, yes. In that case, I believe I know Marty fairly well. And I believe that she'd want to defend Joshua Masters. From what? He's dead. Alive or dead, he's still being accused of murder. Have you been drinking the ink from the printing press? Come on. We owe it to Marty to at least gather all of the facts so she has a case. You really are sucking up to her, aren't you? I'm working on that good boyfriend karma. It goes a long way. Longer than, say, an inheritance. Poor people always say things like that, and then spend half their paychecks on lottery tickets. Let's start with the facts we have. David and Joshua Masters are dead. And both of the surviving sons stand to inherit the estate. That would make your new boyfriend a murderer. Pure speculation. I demand it stricken from the record. Pure motivation, though. But the police only found Joshua Masters' fingerprints on the handle of the gun. Another fact. But... But what? But Ralph could have put his dad's hand on the gun after he was dead. Ralph, not Gordon. You saw how uncooperative Ralph was when the lieutenant was questioning him. It's an interesting theory. That would result in Gordon inheriting all of the estate. It would only be fair. Would you want to tell me how you can prove either one of the sons put Joshua Masters' fingerprints on the gun? (sighs) No camera surveillance, no DNA testing. Maybe over a candlelight dinner you could ask Gordon for a murder confession. Hang on! OMG! That dog ran right out into the street! He came from nowhere. He's, He's lucky I saw him. You grabbed the steering wheel so tight you left sweaty fingerprints. Well, excuse me. I'm sorry I'm not a driver from the Indianapolis 500. No! You just totally gave me an idea. We gotta go back and see the lieutenant. Madison, we have to go meet Marty. She's expecting us. You said she was gonna represent Joshua Masters if he was accused of murder, living or dead, right? Well... And you said I had to gather the facts of the case for her to be able to represent him, right? Yes, but... I think proof that Joshua Masters didn't kill himself or his son might be important to her case, right? Proof? Come on, Madison. Do you want the good boyfriend karma or not? Hang on, we're turning around. You know, you've been giving me a hard time. 
but every decision you've made since I met you has been to make sure your fabulous defense attorney girlfriend doesn't kick you out of her bedroom. What? That's... that's... That's the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help your horniness. Madison, this is sure going to start something new in the checking of suicides. I just wouldn't have thought of it. But there they are. Well, when I was hanging out with George Valentine, someone pressed my fingerprints onto a knife and I was accused of murder. I've grown so much since then. Like now I could drive without power steering. I've definitely cut down on the number of accidents I've caused each week to single digits. Uh Uh-huh. No doubt about it. We came pretty close to making a bad mistake. I'll get the sergeant and bring Ralph Masters in. Just a minute, Ed. Suppose they were both in this thing together. You really want it to be Gordon, don't you? Yeah, I guess it could be, Gordon. We won't know till we run the fingerprints. You got any suggestions, Judd? If you bring them in here together, we can watch their reactions. Remember, Ralph was being pretty shady last time. Ralph. Yeah, I don't think we could trust that Ralph. Sounds like you're trying to sway the jury. If the fingerprint don't fit, you must acquit. I think it's a good idea. Let's get the sergeant to bring him in. Sergeant! Yes, sir? Have Gordon and Ralph Masters come in here, will ya? Very good. When they get here, let me talk to them. The way you've been throwing yourself at Gordon? You think that's a good idea? Yeah, uh, Miss Standish, you know, they've already killed twice. If the third time's a charm, I'll have a great story for the dispatch. I'm gonna tell Martha everything you've said to me. I'll throw so much shade, it'll be like a solar eclipse, and she won't be able to look at you. How much more of this pointless questioning do we have to put up with? Maybe they finally decided it was suicide. Have you, Lieutenant? Not yet. Miss Standish here has something to say. Oh, Miss Standish. I didn't see you there. A terrible oversight on my part. (laughs) Oh, call me Madison. Madison. I wasn't talking to you. Miss Standish, you were going to speak as a representative of Martha Ellis Bryant? The attorney? What's she got to do with this? Is it something to do with the old man's will? Oh, you don't have any bad news about the will, do you, Madison? Well... Madison. Judd. Okay, so I talked to your dad two days ago, and he told me that he thought one of his sons was trying to kill him. He did, did he? That was probably why he killed David. He found out that he was the one. Yeah, but when we talked to your dad yesterday, he said he didn't kill David and was afraid he'd be accused of killing David. And I told him that if he was charged with murder, Miss Bryant would defend him. What's this got to do with us? Because he has been charged with murder. So what? He's dead. He committed suicide. But he probably didn't, though. Madison, are you suggesting my father was murdered? Not by you! Oh, by me, then? What are you talking about? Only his fingerprints were on the gun handle. Yes, they are. And one of you put them there. What? Madison, what is the lieutenant talking about? Well, when your dad's hand was pressed around the gun to leave his fingerprints on it, the killer also left his own fingerprints. But only my father's fingerprints were found on the gun. You said that yourself, lieutenant. Yeah, they're not on the gun. They're on your dad's hand. On his fingernails. You lie. I do, often. But not about this. Ralph, you killed David and Dad? Oh, so that's how it's gonna be. All right, Lieutenant. Those are my fingerprints. Yay! I knew it wasn't you, Gordon. But Gordon killed David. Damn it. Yeah? Go ahead and prove it. You're not gonna find my fingerprints there. Good point. Arrest Ralph, Lieutenant. But you'll find the key to my father's desk drawer where he kept his gun in Gordon's bedroom. Looks like they're both guilty. And both under arrest. Sergeant? 
Yes, Lieutenant? Sergeant, get a couple of patrolmen in here, will you? Madison, you don't believe I had anything to do with this, do you? Of course I do. I have terrible taste in men. Okay, fine. But I won't go down easy. He's got a gun. Yeah, we established that when Ralph said Gordon had the key to his dad's desk. And now he's pointing it at us. Seriously, Gordon? I said don't anybody move. I'm leaving. Calm down, Gordon. Gordon, don't be a fool. I knew you were weak, Ralph. You can go to jail, but I'm getting out of here. I'm gonna kill anybody that tries to stop me. But the sergeant is right behind you. What? (laughs) Good shooting, Ed. Yeah, thanks for distracting him, Miss Standish. Jeez, I thought maybe somebody would tackle him or knock the gun out of his hand. But you straight up shot him. Is he dead? Yeah, yeah, he's dead. And now here's the sergeant to take you to jail. If you'd stayed out of it, Madison, Gordon would still be alive and we'd both be sitting pretty. And if it weren't for me, my parents wouldn't have a trash credit score. All right, let's get him out of here. Come along, masters. Thanks for everything, Judd, Miss Standish. All that over a little money. It wasn't over a little money. It was over a big money. Would you really have gone for Gordon just for his dough? A hot guy with money to take me away from all this? It's what every girl dreams of. And it's not shallow. Disney has been feeding us the poor girl meets a prince trope for decades. It's prince charming, not minimum wage charming. I guess I'm lucky I have Marty. You mean princess charming? She doesn't make that much money as a lawyer. She defends the defenseless. Whatever self-delusion works for you, sweetie. Hey now, I love Marty and- Dude, a bit of advice. If you're going to marry a lawyer and a 1950s female lawyer at that, get used to losing arguments. Your response should always be candy, flowers, wine, and shut up. Defense attorney, also sometimes called the Defense Rests, ran on ABC from July 1951 through December 1952. Unfortunately, the bulk of the episodes no longer exist. We only found a total of five. The show originally starred Mercedes McCambridge, who was once touted by Orson Welles as the world's greatest living radio actress. And from her work on the show, she was made an honorary member of the Los Angeles Women's Bar Association. However, the series focused more on the female attorney solving crimes with her boyfriend than it did with her litigating in a courtroom. But her sharp wit and ability to outsmart the men around her provided 1950s audiences with a strong female lead. Hey everybody, it's Madison. Thank you so much for listening. Have you signed up yet for our free e-newsletter? There's a ton of not found anywhere else Madison stuff. Sign up on our website, madisonontheair.com. And also, a big thanks to everyone who is helping with our campaign to get Ryan Reynolds on this show. Every day, I'm tweeting to at VanCityReynolds, hashtag RyanOnMadison. Help me by retweeting, and maybe he'll join us. Hey, weirder things have happened. Okay, announcer dude, roll the credits. Madison on the Air was written and produced by Chrissy Talon Sage with music composition and audio engineering by Jeremy Sage. The role of Madison Standish was played by Chrissy Talon Sage. Jeremy Sage appeared as Judd Barnes. Other actors in the cast were Paul Arabisi as Lieutenant Ed Letus, Henry Graham Murray as Joshua Masters, Andrew Chan as Ralph Masters, Scott R. McKinley as Gordon Masters, and Jonathan Winstead as the announcer and police sergeant. 
Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Madison, we're having pork chops and applesauce. Isn't that swell? <laughs>